Welcome to another edition of the Gold Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is May 16th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, First segment is entitled Coronavirus Rant. And it's basically where I talk about the coronavirus and all the things that I can think of that are associated with dealing with the coronavirus. Um, I'm trying to see what the numbers are for the coronavirus. Uh, Almost 1.5 million cases. 86,912 deaths, 318,27 recovered. So the recovery rate is actually 79% versus the death rate, which is 21%. But you never hear like CNN news or, you know, places like that talk about the recovery rate. Death is the only thing that is... You know, that draws in views, I guess. In my state where I live, 8,189 cases, 371 deaths, and they don't have the number recovered. Um, so, um, there, there's, there's something going on here. I don't know <clears throat> what it is. Um, I mean... Most of the country followed like the uh, stay at home order and flatten the curve and all this stuff. And now they're saying, well, the state I live in is pretty much open back up. But in other states, they're saying they want you to stay inside. Some states, they want you to stay inside until there's a vaccine. When the vaccine comes out, I'm not taking it. I don't know what's in it. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. And. I don't trust, I just don't trust it. The people who invented the disease are coming up with the cure, in my opinion. I could be totally off base with that. I could. Um, But it's just a conspiracy theory that I have. Um... I don't, I mean, I don't know what else to say, man. Um, you know, just surfing the internet today, um, seeing, ran across an article where, you know, this, uh, a guy at a university saying we're definitely going to play football this year. I love sports, um, but it's not like, it's not like a do or die thing for me. Um, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, it's not going to be the end of the world. Um, I don't want people, um, adults, um, young men going out on a court or playing field, risking their lives to entertain me. It's just not, it's just not that big a deal to me. Um, 
you know, if they can play and their health is, um, you know, paramount and it's safe to play, then fine. If not, if there's even a 1% chance of anything happening, I don't want them to play. And that's just my thoughts on it. Um, you know, there, like I said, there's some stuff going on, man. We're not being told the whole truth. And, um, you know, <clears throat> I hopefully it'll come out one day. Um, but there's, there's just, you know, I can't quite, I can't quite put my finger on it, but it's just something going on in the background that we're not being told about. So that's going to do it for the coronavirus rant today. Um, moving on to the next segment, um, sports rule the world, man. And, um. You know, when I say rule the world, I mean like in entertainment. I mean, people are so, especially in the southeast of the United States, they're just up in arms about football, man. It's just a way of life. Um, I just don't, I pray that we have it because I just don't know what these people are going to do with themselves during the week and on Saturdays. Um, it's a It's a well-documented fact that when, football season football season is in there's less crime and i i mean i shouldn't have named this sports this segment sports rule the world i should say sports rule the united states it's like we have to have basketball and football and baseball and i mean that's pretty much it hockey in the northeast hockey is like a canadian northeast united states type of sport i re- i mean and like uh mid north midwest maybe uh north western united states maybe but it's not really a southeastern sport it's definitely up north and canadian but we need these sports to to immerse ourselves and distract ourselves for you know a couple of hours you know every week just to you know forget about our problems and you know just be in a different world for a couple hours that's what I do with football you know when I sit down and watch my favorite teams play I just totally forget about everything else that's going on in my life and in the world and just you know just sit down and root for my team to win and you know it's therapy of sorts and we need that and i hope that we can have it uh this year this fall um so i don't know man this is a different time than i than any of us have ever experienced so i just hope we can get through it man um that's gonna do it for that segment next segment is entitled Florida State players transferring out. And let's give me one second here. Look up this information. Florida State players transferring. Uh, 
Um, I mean, we've had several the last couple of years. DeAndre Francois, George Campbell, Landon, Dick, Landon Dickerson, Trey McKitty, um, Ryan Roberts. And I'm trying to. Wow, come on. All right, 2020, let's see who we've had. Okay, it's not going to give me the Florida State guys, so. Still looking here. Um, I know we had one guy. I'm just going to go off memory. We had a couple of running backs. We had a tight end. Um, we've had a couple of tight ends, a uh, couple of defensive players. Um, we need more offensive linemen, man. I've said this. I'm on the record of saying this. Uh, several times we haven't really done anything to improve the uh, offensive line but just the guys that have come in and the guys that have left I think the only one that I would say is gonna have somewhat of a impact on us is maybe Trey McKitty um that's that's really it um and it wasn't like he was a world beater he was he had pretty good hands but he wasn't all that fast. Um, you know, guys that are transferring in, I like the running back Corbin from A&M, Texas A&M. Uh, I like the defensive tackle for Louisville from Louisville. Um, so I don't know. Um we got a defensive guy from well, my phone doesn't want to act right today. All right. We landed um uh, Fabian Lovett, six four, three fifteen, out of Mississippi State. I've never seen him play, so I don't know anything about him. But it's good that you're going to have a defensive line, an actual defensive line rotation now. You don't have to put four guys out there and make them play the whole game. So that's going to be great. Um, like I said, if they could just solidify that offensive line, I, I, I would maybe go – I would go from six, six and six, seven and five, to maybe seven and five, eight and four. But – the offensive line has to be fixed. Um, so that's my thoughts on the uh, transfer. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. All right, next segment is entitled Mike Norvell, not most wanted, but right fit? Question mark. Uh, I like the guy, man. I When I first started this podcast, I had an episode called no Norvell, please, and I don't, I don't know if he got wind of that, because <laughs> I've sent him some stuff on Twitter, and he, you know, 
I think he blocked me. But it is what it is, man. Um, He's a good coach. I watched a couple of his games. He's a real good coach. His teams. Um, I like his offense. I like I like the defense. Um, it's just a question of can he get those guys to buy in and play hard for 60 minutes. I've said this, you know, hundreds and hundreds of times. That's really going to be his hardest job in year one. Getting these guys to buy in and go hard year one. And the pandemic, the coronavirus pandemic complicates that. Because now he's not spending the time that he should be spending with the team. I don't know if Florida, the state of Florida, has opened back up and they can practice. I haven't seen any news on that. Um, so it, it could be practicing right now. But um, we need a couple of more offensive linemen, man. I'm not happy with what we have right now. So, um. You know, the guy that they wanted the most was uh, your boy, uh, former Oklahoma Sooners head coach. Uh, I can't think of his name. But they wanted him, and then they went out looking for at other guys, and then I think they just settled on Norvell, which I think was probably op- – should have been option number one from Jump Street because you <laughs> – you know, it's like it's like going out with a girl. You don't, or at least me, I'm not going to go out with a girl that I have to beg to go out with me. All right. If I ask her the first time and she says, yes, great. But if I have to sit here and continuously beg her to go out with me, I probably don't need to go out with her. Same thing with Norvell. Norvell wanted the job from Jump Street. He put it out there that he wanted the job. Okay. Memphis was going, it was pretty much undefeated. And was had a great season last season. And he should have been option number one. You always want to go with a guy that wants to be your coach. And he has the track record to prove it. So, uh, And he did. So, um, we'll see what happens. Like I always say, man. Um, so, that's going to do it for that segment. Moving on to the next segment. Which is entitled... 2001 to 2009 wasted talent man we had a lot of talent come through man i mean it was just crazy the talent that we had come through so let's go back to 2001 well the thing won't even let me go back to 2001 so let's try another site Recruiting, team rankings. All right, so Florida State. Of course, we suck in recruiting right now. This 2021 class, it only goes back to 02. So, I'm looking at the 2002 class. I mean, we had, I mean, let me just read off some of these names. And we didn't do nothing with these guys. Leon Washington. Uh, Camryon Wembley. Uh, Broderick Bunkley. Um, Lorenzo Booker. Uh, Chris Davis. All right, so that's the 2002 class. Let's go to 2003. 
Antonio Cromartie, Ernie Sims, uh, I don't really see nobody else. So that was pretty much the two headliners from that class. Let's go to 2004. 2004. Lawrence Timmons, Xavier Lee, uh, Greg Carr. And I'll just, let's see. Uh, Latroy, 2005, Latroy again, Anton Smith, uh, Fred Rouse, Everett Brown, Callahan Bright, but he didn't stay on the team that long. I'm trying to go through this as fast as possible. Uh, 2006, uh, Patrick Robinson, Dakota Watson. These guys went to the NFL. Uh, Myron Roll, Christian Ponder. Man, we just we never we never did anything with this talent, man. Two, what? Damn, I skipped two thousand seven, two thousand seven, and the time is just flying now. Um, we didn't really have anybody great in two thousand seven. Worth mentioning, two thousand eight. Uh, nobody really. E.J. Manuel, Nick Moody, Nigel Branham, Nigel Carr. That's pretty much it for that. 2009. All right. Um, Xavier. No, he didn't do anything for us. Brian Stork. Willie Halstead was pretty good. Chris Thompson was pretty good. Uh, Jaywan Harley was pretty good. I've documented him before. Jacoby McDaniel. Um, so you see the type of talent that we had. All right. Another, I was just skating over like the highlighted players. So, I mean, we could have won at least one championship from 2002 to 2009 because they didn't have the 2001 season on there but that's going to conclude this episode i hope you enjoyed it it's available on youtube it's available on all podcast platforms thank you for listening i appreciate your support uh do do your research on flu and respiratory viruses and as always go nose